I need to return some videotapes. To quote Patrick Bateman from uh, American Psycho. How are we, Jimmy? Oh, mate. Outstanding. Outstanding. It's the uh, silly season's in full swing. Yeah, it's that time of the year again. Happy holidays and happy Hanukkah to our uh, Hebrew listeners. Happy holidays in general to our non-Christian, Christian, I don't know, few religion listeners. Anywhere in between. Whatever you want. Um, shalom Aleichem to... Oh, I think that is still Hebrew. It could be... I don't know. That's um, a mix of... Hebrew and then Sounds Islam. like a tall basketball player who played for the Lakers. Assalamualaikums in Islam. Anyway, welcome back. Episode 26. Uh, that officially puts us on the quota for one every two weeks for the year. Look, we're just, yeah, we're just punching in KPIs at this point. So, you know, we're still punching numbers. Rather, you know, even with a break, we still managed to get it in. But, um... As always, actually not as always, no, but this is a different episode. Unfortunately, Ethan has been overworked, underpaid, underpaid, and undergraded today. So he's you know he won't be able to make today's episode, but he'll be back in full swing for next week's. Um, so as per usual, it's uh, not per usual, but it's me and Jimmy this evening. How are you, sir? Doing well? Mate, doing well. Doing well. Knocked off today. You know, Christie's around the corner. Hmm. Yeah, it's a good time to be alive, I think. Uh, yeah. Doing well. Doing well, man. How about yeah. you? Oh, look, mate, again, probably, I think, uh, going to the fourth week of... Z- I don't know. What's today? Wednesday. Uh, three yeah, weeks of Ziz lifestyle for horse, and it's uh, been treating me pretty well. Mate, I've it's great to hear. I've, I've been there for the journey, uh, virtually. Yeah. Seems, oh, seems good. You're looking good. Yeah, cheers, bro. Oh, I've been rejecting gluttony and accepting masculinity like there's no tomorrow, and... I've been listening to Russian hard bass and it's been great. Yeah, I did get back into Duma music. Like like Duma Russian me. like Russian retro wave. And um, on some bands or some songs. I, I really don't know anything. I can't even give you the bands of the songs, bro, because, you know, it's Russian. It's oh, stupid-ass language. I really, I was honestly expecting you to spit out some... No, um, oh, I'll just search up on YouTube, Russian retro wave, and they give me, like, 80s Russian, and it's, it's like the... Yeah, you feel like you're... Ethan actually got me onto some Polish rock. Um, yeah. I forgot what it was called. It's in Polish, so obviously I'm not going to remember it. But he got on Spotify. He was like, oh, this song's really sick. Mm. And, like, was very serious about it. Mm. And um, we were with, like, all our mates and stuff like that. And uh, plays this song. And it's just, like, basically Mongolian throat singing with an electric guitar in the back. Oh, I've seen I've seen people, like... Uh, I think it's a genre. Like, a lot of people fucking yeah. get into doing the Mongolian throat singing. Fucking just rip this fucking... Oh, yeah. Rip the ten off some telly. No, it was it was it was um interesting. Um, he liked it for me, so every now and again I didn't remove it, so yeah, it's just in no, my Spotify. It's all on your mixes now, bro. Before you know yeah. it, my song of the year. I did. Oh, I when I play Battlefield by myself, I get my headset around, so I got like Turtle Beach, uh, well, not Turtle Beaches, but you know that sort of headset, just like the general over the years and mic. Yeah, 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 whatever. So yeah. I chuck my Apple AirPods underneath. So you still have the surround sound, but you can hear whatever oh, you want right. to play through that. Anyway, I usually play like opening anthem or just some sort of funny show. But what really improved my game and what rose me from probably about 12kd to like 20 was <laughs> straight up Viking like music. Oh, the Vikings yeah. soundtrack. Like the show, The Vikings? Or yeah, just, I was just like... Or just Viking in general. 
just Viking in general, like they have songs from the show in it, like the opening intro and stuff like that. Yeah. But like the full on guttural throat singing from the Norwegians pushed me over the edge to, I'll be honest, I haven't checked the rankings yet, but I think I'm maybe a top 10 pro player. Fuck. That's good. I, I've done the things that are like, pretty intense. it's hit a point where like I play the game, it's not enjoyable anymore because I'm like, I've kind of done it. Yeah. Like every Battlefield moment, this game I've already done. Yeah. I went through Battlefield 4 without taking out a single helicopter with an RPG. I, I'm disappointed if I go to sleep without doing it three times. <laughs> it, it, it's so weird. And I don't know, the game's going through some hardships at the moment and I'm going to give it a little bit of time because PS4 has gotten well retarded, like really bad for me. Because you know how when you sign in, you get the really bad graphics to start with, and it takes I a get game. That. Yeah, yeah. Mine's just get stuck now. <clears throat> As for like for the whole game. Yeah, for like the whole game and leading to the second. Oh, one, okay. And it's just. No, I don't get that. I just get the beginning, like the the yeah, uh, the cutscene. The, the bad beginning. rendering, yeah. The bad rendering, and then it's and then it's fine. But then you know, yours has a heap of problems anyway, just with spitting my, out discs and my PS, yeah I, I can't buy discs anymore I have to buy video like the digital. Uh, digital editions and then it thinks a disc is going in when there's not so it starts screaming it starts beeping if it's enclosed in an area it'll start beeping like it, you know how it goes beep 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 yeah yeah it'll go beep 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 beep, beep, beep. like it, it won't stop Full until order. it's taken out of the area shit like I think it's become sentient I truly think it thanks for itself. It's, conscious. it's not consenting to being played. Yeah, it's just seeing me have a wank that many times it's really just become normalised to what it, being a human being is. Yeah. Pretty, pretty I was s- I was watching uh I saw this thing, it was this AI apparently was just like let to learn and mm. whatever for the human psyche or whatever the hell. Yeah. Uh and he became homophobic and <laughs> racist within 30 minutes after looking at like all internet history in 30 minutes and just immediately started like oh, this God, on, racist homophobic shit. I was like, oh my fucking God. Oh, yeah. Looked at TikTok for like two seconds and was just like, oh. That would be pretty funny if and they don't really cover that in AI movies especially like oh fuck what's that Will Smith one with the robot iRobot iRobot yeah, that was hard for me to letter. think of yeah it was <laughs> halfway there um like imagine in that movie right they have these robots that come in and they start learning imagine if they just all went racist and homophobic that would have changed up the whole plot scene oh well, I think if AI took over and that sort of situation were to happen you wouldn't see an overrun of Robots, you'd see a, a World War Two sort of situation happen again, where you know the uh, yeah, it would be pretty. Whatever, whatever does happen, I feel like it would be a reverse almost. I reckon it would just be a bunch of white white men in uh, white people in concentration camps. Yeah, that's starting the, of all the the, the the ill talk online. Yeah, they. I reckon AI people would target weak chins. I mean, I've can been, you blame them? Oh, look, I think there's a correlation. I say this as a statistician. I've done my evidence. I've done my research. Like me. Yeah, Leafy is a good example, but I, I think <laughs> you can correlate anyone with a weak chin. And when I mean weak chin, it's where your chin is like... High-fiving your Adam's apple. It's Yeah, it's behind your front row of teeth. Yeah. Behind your front lip. 
Is that called an overbite or underbite? Oh, what? Where it's just normally like what we're now? No, no, like when your your back, your bottom teeth are further uh, under, back. Underbite. No, that's underbite. Overbite. It's under. This is over. So what we are now is over. Like traditionally, you'd be overbite. Okay, but then you're like heavily over if you're a weak chin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, even your jaw's still there. It's just that your chin is lacking that much because you just don't have one. And um, apparently, it's like um, when you don't... It can develop just anyone if you mm. don't like chew enough for your food. Yeah, because you got these people that just like eat tackies all day and fucking chips. That's what happens. That's that's like there's a reason you get a weak chin. There's a reason you get fat. Mm. Mm. Again, I still am spiraling down my hole of obesity. Like I, I can't get enough of fucking looking at it, bro. All of a sudden, I've had Tammy and Amy from TLC pop back up on my YouTube feed, and I'll be honest, that's like three hours of my day gone in the mornings. Is that the one that has like the um, like the the fat growing out of their forehead? Yeah, yeah, like um, the, old like mate from sisters. Breaking Bad, like big fucking yeah. forehead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And ah. they've TLC like they run out of like things to kind of point their way, like show them how grotesque they are. They're kind of like showing them into their private lives properly now. <laughs> How is it still called the Learning Channel? The TLC stands for. Is that what it stands for? Yeah, didn't you know that? Learning Channel. Yeah. TLC, the Learning Channel. I haven't learned a fucking thing off it, bro. Yeah. Isn't that's what it stands? Isn't for. Isn't TLC's The Walking Dead? AMC's The AMC. Walking Dead. Okay. TLC's sorry, sorry. The Learning Channel that does the all the wacky. Channel. I'm pretty yeah. sure they do like wife swap and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like SBS Sex Before Soccer sort of thing. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just um, like all the shitty reality. No, can you even call it reality TV? I guess so. I think I think um, Tammy and Amy is proper reality TV because is, there's no facade. Like they're truly real. fucked, and they like got into Tammy, which is the big, big one, like 550 pounds. They've got into her. Don't they argue as well about who's fatter? Yeah, and one of them is like 200 pounds less. So that'd be an interesting. That would actually, but honestly, I'm pretty sure the one who's heavier. Would make a compelling argument. Oh, I'm sure. And everything that doesn't happen her way is not her fault. It's like, oh, the reason I'm fat is because you don't take care of me. It's like, what the fuck? Anyway, she had a seasonal. She had a boyfriend this season, who was a self-proclaimed like big lady lover. Yeah. And apparently, he has this like TikTok channel, and he's just a tip. He's a typical gentleman you'd you'd think would love bigger women. Um. Um. And he, 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 oh, just sorry, I had a long day in the sun, I'm trying to remember. Um, and yeah, he, he has all these TikToks and it's just him and it's like, you know, if any of my bitches get below 300 pounds, out of here. It's like chill, like fucking chill out. That's a, that's a weird fetish, let alone putting someone's life at risk, like 550, like she's, can't walk, she's on oxygen the whole time. Oh my God. And you, you know, like she's doing... Like, I've seen fat people exercise. It's like, oh, I've seen people exercise to get back into actually properly exercising. But she's doing the ones where she's, like, no resistance band, just fucking Raising full of flapping arms. her wings just to get some sort just of burn going. Raises. Just to get a burn no going. Just to, like, slow down the <laughs> rheumatoid arthritis developing in yeah. the oh, it's just, shoulders. Yeah, it's just disgusting. Like, she... You hear it's on, so interesting. You hear it yeah, in the side note, she's like, yeah, Philip, damn, we got into it last night, and I'm like, oh, bro, like, oh. one, the idea that, you know, I'm, oh, look, it's not that I'm celibate, but it is, you know, I'm, 
I keep to myself, but the idea that she is getting some more than me <laughs> is fucking beyond me. I like to think I've earned maybe a little bit of luck in my time, but Christ. Like, she... In terms of... Uh, I have it in basketball. It's like your output versus your negative. So, it's always your plus minus. If you have a zero plus minus, you kind of equal. If you have plus 20, you've done a good job for the team. You're down 20. In her, in terms of life, in terms of the productivity of the planet, she'd be minus a few million. <laughs> like, straight up. She, she has no use. She has no interest in helping anything and doing anything other than consuming oh my god just, just the biggest world's biggest consumer yeah and she comes back She so she went to uh, what do you call it fucking rehab right as, as a, as a um, morbidly obese rehab Wait, it's actually pretty effective she lost 60 pounds that's actually that's good but that's, for someone like that she, she was at home for a, she was at home for a month and guess what she put back on? 70, oh. 70 pounds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... And it wasn't her fault, apparently. But I'm fuck off. Oh, it's just... Just went back, didn't change anything, went back to eating the same sort of stuff. The body was like, oh, home, finally. Mm. Oh, Trying to put it all back on plus some. There's, what's yeah. the... There's, there's one of the US shows, and um, I don't know what it is. It Maybe it was like Biggest Loser or something mm. like that. And it was like... um. No, it wasn't. It was I don't some some other thing. It was like a husband and a wife, and the wife gets on the scales, and the doctor's like, "Oh, you've weighed in at five hundred and fifty fifty four pounds." And the husband just goes, "Damn!" <laughs> <laughs> and she just snaps at him. It's like, "What did you just say?" Uh, like, so it's funny. like, "What are you supposed to do?" Like. It, you know, I went up about it last episode on how neurologically you're set up for disaster, but I go back to Nicardo Avocado. Motherfucker. Like, he had his 350-pound breakthrough party at the Heart Attack Grill. And it's like a place in Las Vegas. That yeah, is that the one where it's got like the huge burger? You yeah, Matt's, Matt's, of time you yeah get free? Matt Stoney holds the record for it. Like it, yeah, it's wow. pretty nuts. Um, they, they take photos of you in wheelchairs and stuff, and all the yeah, they all put the, you in a gown and yeah, they're all dressed as nurses. Yeah, and if you're over three hundred ages, if you're over three hundred fifty eight free, oh my god! And so he went, seeing his three hundred fifty pounds, and he ate free. And the amount of shit that he just sat there and ate, and then he weighed himself after his three seventy. Wait, so he was motherfucker ate like fifteen twenty pounds of food. Are you kidding me? He he like, weighed in at three hundred and fifty when he went there, and then weighed out at three seventy. Yeah, he's like three fifty two, and then clocked out at probably about three seventy. Oh my word! So if you think about that, what's that? Uh, Twenty pounds, like a ten kilo plate, nearly, nearly ten kilos of food. Holy fuck! That's and, unreal. And he's addicted to doing it because he just sees this fucking revenue coming from doing it. I yeah, want to watch it. I'm not going to lie. I want to watch it right now. Oh, dude. I'll be real. I am so excited. And I, you know, I don't say this but about... But that's the worst part. All fat people. Oh, it's, hence why it's such an attraction. It's just like... You watch this person and you can tell them as much as you want. Oh, bro, you're going to die soon on the YouTube comments. It's more so up to its family and friends to kind of step in and do something. But like... I'm truly interested to see when he stops because he can't keep doing it. Whether that becomes from a serious 
health condition. It'll be like a fork in the road. It'll be like, you got to stop now, otherwise you will die. Oh, Someone will tell him that. He'll be hospitalizing, he'll have permanent damage, and he'll need to figure out whether he wants to do it and die, or maybe, you know, live until he's 60. Because he, he's taken time off his life. It's such, such, a, such a whack, like, change in lifestyle as well. Like, it's so, it's so weird to see that he was a vegan. 150 YouTuber. pounds in 2016. Yeah. Vegan. Yeah. And... Like living vegan lifestyle, eating clean for every meal, mm. every snack, literally every facet of his life, um, all clean. And then all of a sudden, something switches and he just says, fuck it all. Mm. I'm just going to go and do all this. And then yeah. times it by 100 million. He's put on like the equivalent of uh, a lot heavyweight UFC fighter in weight. What's the time frame? 2016 he came off being vegan I remember so like literally like just five years five years so what's you know 40 pounds a year wow that's fucked mate 10 kilos a year wow. oh, a bit over a bit under I don't know 10 kilos a year for oh no no it'd be more than that well he did t- he, I think he's 170 kilos wow how tall is he uh, shorter than me okay. I'm probably my height just a chode yeah like he was just a skinny lad like he he honestly like looked good like he was just like normal, normal. figure like he had a normal figure like low body fat yeah no issues Average same with chode. his same with his um husband but like and you can tell his husband's like had enough and hence why he's like nowhere near as big he's unfortunately put on weight but he's like what the fuck is going on oh they've been together the whole time as well like since uh, the vegan days yeah oh yeah it's, it's really it's two people yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, oh, we'll go, we'll go back in, we'll dive back in, shall we? Um, why not? So, yeah, uh, Nick was in Colombia where Orlan was from, and he was there, and they got married for visa reasons, and then they were, you know, happy enough, and they moved back to the US with like nothing, and then built up and started work, and then did this whole food thing, and then the Nick bangs and whatnot. Yeah, did the muck, Nick did the muck bangs by himself mostly, and. Then, his husband joined in every now and then and then you noticeably see them both get larger and larger and then um they have these violent outbursts and all that sort of stuff on camera and they publish it like it's not as if it's happening live like they film that and then edit it and then put it online and there's been there's been videos and i don't know how genuine one they are i like to think part of it is where his husband like says like bro you've ruined my life like this is the fucking worst thing ever and it's it happened like four or five times. Jeez, he's like the he's got LEA level clickbait. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure it doesn't use FaceApp to like make himself look bigger as well in his thumbnails. Yeah, but you kind of that's what kid behind a camera does. Do you know him? Kid behind a camera. Yeah. So well, I don't know why that rings a bell. Yeah. Angry granddad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Angry grandpa. Oh yeah yeah his yeah son. yeah. He's a big scammer, isn't he? Be- well, he's a he's a big heifer. I'll tell yeah, you that. He's a big whore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he doesn't do mukbang videos and stuff. He's just big. But um, on his thumbnails for YouTube and stuff, he puts. He's, it, I've I've been guilty of it. I'll mm. look at it after like probably a year or something of not yeah. seeing any of his videos, and I'll be like, "Holy crap!" Yeah. Fuck, he's put on weight, and then you click on it, it's the exact same. And you're like, oh mm. shit. He really emphasizes like the big double chin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Face apps the hell out of it. Yeah. Just edits and make him look so much bigger. Than he's he just is. seen it do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, he got his fame through um, his dad, who they did the Angry Grandpa. Oh, I think yeah, I know who you're talking about. Apparently, he's a big, he's like LA level sort of yeah, dodgy. Yeah, like mates with like Keemstar and stuff. Like uh, that. Yeah, that's something. That's something that's always bothered me. YouTube fame. Yeah, it's weird. Like the whole. It's very odd. I mean, the Logan Paul fight happened on the weekend, and you know, boxing as well as I do probably. I mean, you've met the great Jeff Horn, haven't you? Oh yeah, met it, shook his hand, Game held his kiss. belt. Yeah, um, there's actually a photo floating around of me holding the um, world heavyweight championship. Well, that's that when Jeff you one, held. That's, Manny Pacquiao also held. That's when you held the uh, interim heavyweight yeah. title. I, I, I took it. I knocked him out. Actually. <laughs> I was actually for five minutes was the um, undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. I wish there was something like that where there's like a champion of the world belt. Yeah, just and, like, just full and stop. Not champion of the world, and you hold it. But you are prone to attacks in the street. All, all holds barred. Like, no yeah. holds barred. Is that, is that the same? No, yeah. yeah, no holds barred. No holds barred, you yeah. You could be drone attacked. You could be yeah. sucked up by a UFO. AC-130 comes over, hit by a car. It is a, it's like getting a um, king's contract in Warzone. Everyone's up. Yeah, I reckon... Look... I don't reckon it should be a belt. I think it'd be something that needs to be pried off the prized off the person, like a ring, or maybe an actual belt that goes through loops. Have chest something. Plate. It's got to be a chest plate. Yeah, chest plate. Chest yeah. plate. Chest plate. Like, like old Roman art style. Old fucking it's, number. It's yeah. It's Caesar's chest plate has like eight straps per side to take off and put on. Yeah. 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 That's like, how oh, you fucking do that? There needs to be a champion right, of the right, world. Man. Imagine that for a TV show. Champion of the world. So I was thinking crown, but that, that's very easily taken off. But crown would be cool. We give it to like a we give it to like a celebrity who's been and gone through his martial arts days, i.e. Chuck Norris. We give it to him to start off the fucking rack like with. The, um, yeah, you give it either Chuck Norris or the lead actor of Ip Man. Ip is Ip 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 Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Ip man. Um he was in Rogue One. He was very good. Yeah, he's the blind Jedi. Yeah, very fucking. That was a good movie. movie. I like that movie. Yeah, I like that movie, movie big time for the Vader scene as well. At the end. Yeah, that was awesome. One of the best um, Star Wars, um, not knockoffs, uh, spin-offs. Spin-offs, yeah. Um, yeah, we do that. Chuck Norris has it. He gets f- his blunt lights punched out by Mike Tyson. Yeah. And then Mike Tyson dons the plate. And then in his sleep, when he finally gets time to rest after like killing two hundred people, and by the way, you can do whatever the fuck you want. You, if you kill someone, it's like it just is what it is. It is what it is. It's all part of the game. Um, so you have that. Been on a seventy-two hour war path, oh. defending himself. Finally sleeps, and Liam Neeson slips a knife through his ribs. Then Liam Neeson goes back to Iron Light. He's hiding out. He's he's gone sneaky with it, which is a different sort of ploy. And all of a sudden. Tom Cruise, who is strapped to the side of an AC-130, comes down. Not even strapped, just holding on. Yeah, like from the scene of Mission Impossible, he's holding on to the door, which is, by the way, like, completely shut. It's a, I don't know how he held on to it in the movie. Wet his hands so he got more grip. Yeah, he, he was spitting on his hands the whole trip, just to keep a little bit of friction in, in between there. He comes down into Ireland, and I think he would be the probably longest-serving champion. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. 100%. Um, I'm trying to think of any Australians that would have any sort of merit. Unfortunately, the only one that I could think of died by Stingray years ago. Yeah. Good 15. Um, it would have been an Aquaman sort of defense as well. 
Oh, yeah. So having to live in a houseboat off the coast of, like, Townsville or something. Oh, well, the Steve Irwin situation would have been perfect because he would have done, like, a Far Cry 6 training on those crocodiles to, like, or defend the land. Strap, like, rockets on their back. Ima- bro, imagine going to... Imagine going to tip off. Because the thing is, is that you don't know who has the um, world championship belt, champion of the world belt. It's just that you've got to, like, if you see it, like, you just got to go for it. Um... But imagine you get a tip off that Steve Irwin has the fucking thing. You go to Australia Zoo. The place has been shut for five years because he's had it for five years. And you go in. It's pitch black. It's like midday, but the rainforest has grown out. It's pitch black. You got monkeys coming out of trees at you. You find, fend them off. You get to the crocodile moat. You get around that first one. There's going to be like six moats in there, bro. Let alone all the snakes and fucking spiders and shit. If you ask me, if Steve Irwin was still alive, he would quite literally be the champion of the world. Just Vietnamese, like, just holes in the floor with, like, leaves over the oh, top of spikes. He, what he has up at, like, Budrum is the equivalent of, like, Vietnam. He's <laughs> not Vietnam. It, it's Vietnam at Biwa, mate. It's, it's nuts. It's funny. That I didn't really think about that. If you got the Tom Cruise one, it's just in that Scientology church in Hollywood. Oh. And you got you to storm the building there. But I'm just picturing Steve Irwin riding in on Rhino back, like armors. Well, yeah, oh, like bro, he got Rhino Black back. Panther. He's Black Panther, the, Rhino back yeah, sort of shit, bro. Armor-plated fucking rhinos. I think the motherfucker's got tigers still. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I think because yeah, 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 yeah. I know Dreamworld does, but I'm sure he's got tigers. Yeah, he's got like two cans with C4 strapped to oh. flying through windows. <laughs> shit. And like those animals love him because they he they he takes they care of them. Him. They respect him so much. If Stevie goes, Oi, points and goes, I can tell you now, fucking red belly black's gonna be coming at you at ten k an hour, and then coming. And there's gonna be one. There's gonna be like three, four, and then you got the fucking spiders, and then you got the monkeys, and you got everything else to deal with in that fucking Vietnam with a beer. I don't wire. think you, I honestly don't think you could be Steve Owen. I think given. What he, I think that's what he built Give up his, his career. Arsenal. If he had another, te- like I think he would have introduced the world of champions. He, he that's what he's building his career he for. It wasn't for, it wasn't for marine biology, mate. It was for building a fort. Because if you look at that thing from top down, I've done the numbers. It's Clash of Clans. He's been playing Clash of Clans in, for yeah, exactly, twenty right. years. He was world champ. He was world champ when he went out in two thousand six. He's only one of the ten people on there. All right. Mate, yeah, and it's like a secret society sort of thing. It's mm, he's one of the app developers, mate. Shit. So we have that. Um, I feel like leaders of power, like Kim Jong Un, if he like had it, like if some assassin brought it back for him, he'd be killed for it. Oh, quickly. I think I don't think he has enough power. Well, he has a it's lot of fake power. power. It's fake power. It's but it's the just champion of the world, fucking armor plate. And it comes with a belt. When you lose, like if you live after losing, you get given the belt, given a belt. It's like the UFC. When you like win a fight, you get a belt and you get taken home. Um, we have that sort of situation. That's it's given to your family if you die, or next of kin if your family dies, or friend or whoever they killed to get to you. By the way, there's there's, there's like no holds barred. Like you can literally start sending emails saying, "Hey, I've got your brother. Give me the fucking belt." It's, it's anything's on the table you know the government's the government thinks they're funny you know making the fucking making the COVID to wipe out some more population you make the champion of the world belt that's getting rid of 10% straight up straight up um I reckon my play if I were to 
you know, if I saw someone in the street, I saw that glistening gold, you know, I thought it was the champion of the world. Just hearing, like, the Fortnite chest sound. Yeah, you hear that little... In the background. Subtle hum. It's a little hum, there's a little aura around it. You see it. I'm going in. I'm doing whatever it takes to get it. And I'm going west. Good luck finding me. I'll, do, I'll dead set. If, I, if it comes down to it, if I had that plate around me, but no one's around me, car broke down and everything, I'd dig a six foot grave, put myself in it, cark it, and I hope that a dust storm comes by and fills the hole in. Rainbow last blood sort of um, style. Yeah, I'll, caves, bunch I'll, of traps. You wouldn't have to only kill me. You'd have to, like, destroy me yeah. to fucking get rid of that thing. It'd have to be like Dr. Manhattan killing fucking... Who did he exploit? Um, uh, Rorschach? Rorschach. It yeah. would literally have to be like that. You yeah. Know, you'd have to be imploded. Mm. It, you wouldn't just take a couple stab wounds or a couple bullet mm. holes or hit by a car or something like that. Yeah, I'm trying to... to death. It would have to be imploded. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, no, I'd have to be eviscerated from this earth. You need me not to exist in human history to not take it. Wiped from the history books. Yeah, you need to go back and like stop me from being born. I wonder what... I wonder who else. I'm just trying to think. Because there's a lot of actors, there's a lot of UFC fighters who, you know, they're good for fighting, but nothing. Joe Rogan probably have for the rest of three months. You hit the streets. Oh, yeah. He, up in his Austin Palace, mate, pretty easy. I reckon, yeah, Sam Hyde, probably. Um... Nine months. Yeah, Sam, Sam well, probably. Yeah, I think he'd actually have a pretty good run at it. He'd have a pretty good stint. No. I think he'd befriend people that would come towards him. I think that's a big play yeah. on his part. Yeah. So he'd do that sort of stunt. Um, in terms of Australians, I really can't think of anyone else other than Steve Earl. Maybe Chopper Reed. Chopper Reed but would have had it again, for since years, gone, we This country doesn't and have Tasmania. any... This country doesn't have any more heroes. I reckon Russell Crowe would have it for a little bit of a stint there. Oh, look, Russ, good Russ. Yeah, look, who doesn't love Russell a bit of... Russell Coit. Yeah, Roy, Roy Coit. Yeah. If we're going to bring in fictional, yeah, if we're going to bring in real people. I think he played the character, that's fair enough. If if we play... If, yeah, it, yeah. He, he is Russell Coit. Mm. If he was playing Russell Coit, he would have had it for about six months. Because he would have had the same strategy out west, but mm. couldn't put up the fight. No, it's too much That's of a lover. Difference. Too much. Is a lover not a fighter, mate? That's the biggest issue. Mother. Too much of a mother. Yeah, you got to make Obsession. a. Ch- you got to make a choice. You know, you got to either put up the hands or fucking put them down and dance. Sword, sword. Fucking oath. Um, Liam Neeson, I reckon, would have it for a good stint. I reckon he could do some damage. I think so I've. Christopher Lee. <laughs> you know that, laddie. He'd, he'd form a steep. He'd literally. We'd have. We'd have the Death Star floating around Earth if Sir Christopher Lee. <laughs> into the hands of the fucking championship belt we'd have star destroyers flying over I've, every capital city I think I've thought of the uh, and I think you're going to agree with me I think I've thought, I've thought of the world champion um, he's coming to my brain uh, oh yes I know the name Steven Seagal <laughs> <laughs> right like not prime, like right now, current Steven Seagal <laughs> would be the champion of the world for years. years. And I mean like until <laughs> until death does him part. But without moving. Without moving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, I fucking love that con so much. Just fucking sniper special ops for Oh, just all those fucking stupid ass movies where he's holding a gun like 
limp wrist. Oh, he's a, on a special forces, but he's obese and seventy. <laughs> Bro, I can tell you now, if he can do what he's doing at this age, he can fucking hold down the world. He'll he'll have his foot in our throat for years. I think it'll be an it'll be an iron fist. Yeah, and he'll. I'll, I'll be too. I'll be too afraid. I wouldn't be afraid to go up to anyone in the risk of getting the world championship belt, the champion of the world belt. But in terms of going up to Steven Seagal, I don't know what would happen. Yeah, I don't think he, he wouldn't kill me. Just he just let me live with the loss and have to think about it. I reckon he'd, he'd be the type. He'd be the type of champion to um play around with prey first as well. Oh fuck yeah. The type to just like let them have, a, have let them think that they're about to win, let a few punches in, and then just it gets about fifteen minutes yeah. into maybe maybe even like forty five minutes into like a fist fight, and then something just clicks and he's just parrying every punch, just like throat, just palm throwing and yeah, oh. throwing elbows, get them in guillotine locks and just fucking ground pounding their ribs, just just really fucked up yeah. stuff like bending fingers back and snapping There's them. Gonna- <laughs> Just really sh- like <laughs> fucked up, so like, like literally just putting their knee on like someone's elbow and just pulling it, just, oh, just right. fucking doing whack the shit. Full on going like watermelon crunch between the bicep, yeah. with the head, bro. Just, I think even, and just, like grabbing like just the fucking upper pec and just yeah. I think he he'll be on. Well, he'll pick up the belt. He'll be in Eastern Europe somewhere in an undisclosed location. You know, doing his special ops anyway. Off and the grid. After the death of what could be 3 million, 4 million people in that battle, you'll see two people left. It'll be Steven Seagal and Jean-Claude Van Damme. And it will doing be... Doing the splits. I think it'll... I, I think it'll be... Yeah, he's doing the splits. Between trucks. Between two Volvo trucks. <laughs> I honestly think that fight would not end. No. It's like it's like a star's lifetime. No, it would be back and forth too. It wouldn't be an even fight. It sorry, it would be an even fight, but it would be lopsided. Oh yeah, be, oh yeah. The belt would be taken, but none of them would be dead. Mm. It would go in between Seagal and RVD. Just, just when keep going back and back. When back RVD and has the fucking belt on, when he has the armor plate on, and he's walking away, he hears this rustle, and it's Steven Seagal getting back up, and they go get it again for about five years. And that's what brings the world peace. Is those two, those two fighting is what brings the world peace. Being preoccupied, we've just got them in like Greenland or something, just in like an echo chamber of fucking battles. Yeah. Oh, part of me wants to do this so I can wipe out certain people too. Like, end of the day, let's say we give Jake Paul the inaugural chest plate. He'll get past one person, no one else, because there's nothing in the contract saying that you can't die. They're going to get knocked out. I'll Paul personally go up first ring and have a go. I don't care who comes after me when I get the plate, but I mean, end of the day. Go out on that note. That was... With yeah. a dub under the belt. Oh, yeah, I'm happy to go out one-on-one. Even though that one, one, one means one, my eh? fucking life. <laughs> it is what it is. Did you, what do you reckon about that fight? Do you reckon it was rigged? Uh, like, it just seemed really weird. Like, again, um, it was funny. Like, Tyron Woodley... There was a moment where, like, he picked him up and put him on the ground. Like, it, he just went back to old wrestling. Like, he legit had him in his arms and he just picked him up and fucking put him on yeah. his ass. But there were moments in the fight where, again, they kept clinching. You could see Jake get tired and Tyron didn't care at all about being there. Like, you'd see that he couldn't fucking care less. And there were moments where Tyron would put pieces together. Then, you know, kind of stun him a little bit and then kind of just sit center of the ring. He wouldn't really do much. Like, he just 
you know, there's the old saying, finish your dinner. But you, yeah, you saw him like fucking piece him up, get him busy and get him dizzy. And then it's like, oh, I better hang on here a second. Like he did have to stop go throwing and stop contesting. He just gave him time to recover. Yeah. And then there's, you saw the knockout punch. I was about to, uh, I was yeah. my next question. I was like, what do you, what do you thought was in the knockout punch? I mean, like, I don't know. For him to drop his arm completely and just let that fucking go through, regardless of whether it's a, you've fallen for a body shot fake or not, like, you'd rather take the fucking body shot and move away and block it like you should completely rather than completely like, blow your elbow so you have no guard. Yeah, it looked... When they were in slow motion, it looked very whack. Because, yeah, you see his hand go just completely down. Yeah. Like, and if it, that's the only thing you see in the fight, you just instantly go, okay, it's faked. It's just very odd. And even, that was me. And you even see Jake, like, not get particularly too excited straight away. He's like, oh, fuck, all right, I'm going to Just like figure practice. It out here. Yeah, it's just like practice. Got to figure it out here. I don't know. I, again, he, he won't ever face... And they talk about Jorge Masvidal, him going to the UFC and fighting him. It's like, that's going to be fucking fake anyway. It's all going to be fucking fake. Um, he'll never face a boxer that would... That, you, you know, he wouldn't ever sign to an actual fucking, what do you call it, uh, organization and start fighting in ranks. Because he's, no. yeah, 5-0, and oh, but who's he fought? He's fought a YouTuber, he fought a retired NBA player. He fought probably one of the worst strikers in UFC history, let alone one championship history and has also and there's no disrespect he's a fucking great fighter in Ben Askren but he also fought Tyron Woodley twice and it's like you're fighting people that are 20 years older than you or completely unfit like, I, I don't understand what's going on and yeah. then there's also the fact that he didn't sign with anywhere else because Triller didn't test him for peds yeah I heard that and that was like Tommy Fury is that Tommy is his name Tommy yeah. Fury they were getting pissed off at because he wasn't doing drug tests. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's bullshit. And I mean, not that I'm an expert, but like he gained a lot of weight really quick. Yeah. Like he wasn't, he was still pretty twinky and still pretty small a few years ago. Like when he was doing like Nickelodeon shit, like he wasn't anything big. And all of a sudden, and you can see it with a personality change too, where he's just gotten all these random tattoos that he'll later, when he comes off fucking whatever he's on, figure out, oh, fuck, it looks weird. The one on the side of his head. Yeah, like, I don't know, like, Good on him for playing the game the way he has, but I don't know. If you're going to call it real boxing, I wouldn't call it real boxing. I mean, yeah. real boxing is watching Cambosis Jr. come in with the light, uh, white weight championship of the world. Fucking congratulations to a fellow Aussie comrade. He didn't hold the championship of the world belt for a while, I reckon. He's a fucking fighter. You reckon? He's a fighter, mate. I've seen his eyes. Three or three. Um, but yeah, with regards to Jake and Logan, yeah, it's a bit... It's very iffy for me. Yeah. Really ordinary. Um, and I don't want him to get mixed up with anything UFC-wise because that, again, discredits the UFC, which is, for the most part, very good, but very some part questionable. Yeah. Do you reckon he would get into UFC? Oh. <laughs> UFC fighting? That'd be pretty funny. It'd be pretty that, would be, that would be pretty funny. If he, like, was to fight, like, you know, fucking Khabib or something like oh, that. Oh, bro, what would happen is that, you know, he'd go in... And he's, oh, look, he's a good boxer, but he's not to a world championship pedigree. Yeah. Let alone... He's not a world champion. Yeah, and bringing in, like, taking to an MMA fight, and again, I'm not an expert, but if you go in with just boxing and you pick up 
kickboxing and wrestling in the three months before your first fight, then you got no chance. Yeah. Like, if I was someone established and I was given the offer of fighting Jack Paul, my game plan, honestly, would be to just run in, take him down, beat the shit out of him on the ground, and then choke him out. Yeah. It's just like the... Lock the guillotine. Yeah, pretty much. Just fucking lock up shop. When he taps... Thought you right. Whoops. Thought you right. That's someone who's definitely not going to be on the world champions list. We'll definitely try and get to it. But we'll never be no. accredited no. with being a world champion. And that's the big issue I have with like the YouTubers too. You're going to have Mr. Beast say, hey, if someone gets me the world championship belt, I'll give them $10,000. And you're going to have... But then again, no holds barred. So that, sh- that sort of shit manipulation or that. It's on the tables. Oh yeah, that's fine. That's, that's sh- shit housery. It's all part of the game. But... But how long does it last? But he gets it. Like, I can tell you now, when you pick up the championship belt of the world, you're going to forget about that 10,000. Yep. You're going to be thinking that you are the champion of the world. Not in anything. Just you are the champion of the world. I fucking love that concept. That's a great concept. That's, that's going to keep me up at night in, in probably the best way I could ever imagine, I think. Like, imagine just fucking on your last last legs, mate. You're top of the Meriton in Brisbane, mate. You're just fighting people off. Watching the sunset. You, shooting the flare up. You got you got C4 on the top of the building. got people swarming up. You jump off. You're just fucking... You're falling. You don't have a parachute. Like, this is it. This is the way you go out and you just fucking pull the trigger. See, the building blows up and it's just like, this is... It's your, at least your top five contenders right there. That's just fucking all I need, mate. It's just all Go I out in your own terms. Only one that can end it is me. Yeah, oh... That's the thing. I think it would corrupt too many people. Too much power. Too much unofficial power. But in the best way, official as well. Mm. Unofficial, but very official. No, I'm going to go to Geneva next week and talk about setting something up where, you know, you, if you contend for the belt, like, your life's on the line. Like, if you engage, it's it's a death match. Yeah. But there's, I, I'd like the idea that the only rule is that it cannot be interfered with by anyone else externally no third partying or mm. anything if it's if there's engaged one-on-one combat it's got to be that and that's how yeah that whole rvd versus it can't be a 10 10 on one situation no nah. that's bullshit it has to be one-on-one nah, one on one. combat yeah like and that's how the whole rvd versus seagull mm. event and um dystopia mm. you know end of the the great war can really yeah. happen i think the that's, peace times that's how that shit needs to fucking happen i'm, I'm looking they needed if I had the channel 9 money if I had like a if they came to me with a show a show idea I'd pitch that straight away I'd, I'd risk everything I'd risk my whole job and career for the fucking championship of the Life world the imagine being the champion of the world it's, it's on a title many have it's fucking there's a few of the fake ones like oh yeah heavyweight champion of the world fuck out of here it's like I kind of picture all the fights being like Peter Griffin versus the chicken yeah, that I picture exactly, all the fights like that. That is exactly what the that is a perfect, perfect uh, example of what I'm thinking of for the RVD and so Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking about. Just too, across the whole world, across the whole world, everything's just fucking going to shit around you. Then it's those two battling it out for the championship of the world. But then it's even in every every sense. It's like Liam Neeson versus Tom Cruise, fucking Peter Griffin versus the Chicken. Oh, there's a lot of there's a lot of matchups I want to see happen, and that's Steve the beauty of Tom the championship Cruise. of the belt because we'll see it happen because. If Tom Cruise got it, Liam Neeson would go, I need that belt. And vice versa, if Liam Neeson had it, Tom Cruise would go, I'm going to have that belt. 
the Liam Neeson to um, Steve Irwin saga would be very interesting to see. If Liam Neeson had it first, Tom Cruise steals it off him. Then Steve Irwin steals it off Tom Cruise with a few years in between. Let him mm. build up his empire. You know, Tom Cruise steals it from Dublin or something. Goes mm. back to LA into the Scientology. Fortress. Steve Irwin catches wind through like pigeons or something. <laughs> like back in fucking... A flock of geese. A flock of geese tell him at Biwa, like squawking <laughs> at him. And he just like feeds crocodiles and rhinos, PEDs. Uh, just all these pets. I swim, just, swim across the Pacific. Just, get, just gets an entire cargo ship like commandeered and just Noah's, runs it over. Noah's Ark. Yeah, Noah's Ark's it all the way to LA and just fucking overruns the Scientology church just to take the champion of the world and then just does goes goes home just goes home goes home into the sunset it's like Godzilla when he goes back into the ocean after yeah. every like battle it's like you know like Thanos after he snaps <sighs> just goes to the farm just sits and smiles watching the sunset yeah oh fuck I I I would be I would give up on everything to be the champion of the world like truly university my personal life, everything would just... I, I'd start doing peds, I'd start training, <laughs> and I'd fucking full-on Jason Statham it. I like the idea that it's just... It's not, like, a public thing either. It's, it's like, rumours. No, it's like, oh, yeah. you hear Steve Irwin has it. See, like, that's the thing. It's like, it's like, um... Let's say something happened on Queen Street. Two, like, a civilian had it. Like, a civilian... Like, because that can happen. Oh, a civilian can, can pick it up. Anyone can pick it up. Civilian has it in the middle of Queen Street. Someone knows that he has it, comes up. Bumps into him, feels the fucking armor plate, and he goes, "All right, it's time to go." So challenges there and there. People are gonna figure out who has it now. So it's a, it's a bit of an art of you know, if you win the fight, you quickly take it and you bolt, and you get out before you're challenged. Yeah. Um, there should be a grace period. I think after every win, there should be probably about half an hour grace period where you can sort of move away. Thirty minutes is good. I think thirty minutes is a good number because you can be followed. Yeah, but it gives you time to recharge because end of the day, like it, it, it defeats the Mr. Beast issue I have, where he's gonna have ten thousand people rock up and challenge one of the fellas for the belt. End of the day, you're gonna get tired of fighting ten thousand kids. You need a breather. In half an hour, I think that would be suitable. I think so. I think within thirty minutes, thirty minute breather. Mm. Sit in your corner. That'd be good. I think that's what the CFMEU has as a suitable break over five hours. So I think that's pretty. Yeah, I think, it's only I think that's more, the more unions, than fair. So, you know, we don't want to have strikes or anything like no, that. No, no, I don't want to do anything wrong by the CFMEU. No, don't want any marches going. going we are pro Palestine and CFMEU still. So, yeah. yeah, there we go. It's, it's and going hand in hand with those two. We really are pro very exotic things. Palestine, CFMEU. Oh no, it wasn't CF. I can't even remember. There's someone that we were pro with and that. I was looking back on the other day and I was very... I scratched my head. I don't know why that came up. I have no idea. Oh, fuck, I can't remember who it was. I'll think about it later. But yeah. I don't know. I feel like if I had the championship of the world belt, I'd call up my buddies at the CFMEU and like, I'd let them ha- have me at, like a crane. I'd be up there on a fucking high rise on the crane. Like, on the um, on the edge. On the place you usually snipe on on battlefield, like on yeah, the yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. On the edge, and I'm full on, just like doing it, and I throw them off. Yeah, I throw them off. Yeah, I and like it. They throw me off. They think I'm down, but I'm actually. Just it's a glass down. cannon. It's just like fuck you've yeah. got some potential there to do some damage, but it's also like fuck, like the defense here is not that great. No, it's all about the offense, mate. It's all about. Is but you're wearing a wingsuit. 
Yeah, fuck. No, so I'm secretly got a fucking no, um, thing attached to my back. So someone, if, if, if no one finds it out yet, pushed off, he just winks it away. But there's one one smart cunt, some tactician finds out you're wearing a wingsuit, goes up with a screwdriver just for the next person, just fucking punches a couple holes in the side. Completely misses me, hits the underside where it just has all the fucking shit. Yeah. God damn it. Um, that's the art of it. That's why I'm fucking... It's the best idea so I might have had. Then that's how the little person gets to go as well. It also involves the little person. Yeah, you need the weasels in there, bro. You need the little fellows that are keen to have a go, keen to have a dig, want to have a little chance. Yeah. Having a crack. No one can steal it, by the way. So, let's say um, two people die in a fight. No one can come pick it up. There's got to be some sort of organisation where we pass it on to the next inaugural challenger that we think would be suitable to hold it. Gladiator combat. Yeah, there needs to be like a gladiator sort of style combat between the top two ranking challenges that we think would be suitable, i.e. we pick Mike Tyson and Ip Man to fight out like they did in Ip Man 3. I think or you just do it as like um, what whoever the the leaders of the two world superpowers are just let them fight it out and then that's just going to throw the whole world economic system into the shambles then. yeah shit we've got to think about that now fuck um, alright if you're a politician you got to let it go you can't I think I think if you want to be in a position of power you can't challenge unless you are the president because you can operate without a president yeah so, part of me wants to see Joel Byron, Byron. go up against um, Bing Bong, uh, Vladimir Putin. I feel like that would be the quickest fucking bout. That would... You have ex-KGB special ops. That would be... Cold War veteran. Coming in, like, shirtless on a bear. Against a fucking hippie. Like, <laughs> just an idiot. It would just be... It'd be a one... It'd be a one-hit wonder. Actually, to be fair, Joe wouldn't cop any brain damage. He, he probably wouldn't get knocked out. He can't do much more He'd probably damage. get more, like... It'd be like Homer boxing in The Simpsons. It'd just be like him taking the punches until he yeah. gets tired, and then he just throws, like, a limp punch and knocks him the fuck out. <laughs> Joe Byron becomes, like, the champion of the world. Oh, fuck. I five minutes that. before dying of natural causes. Yeah, what, ha- what happens if you die of natural causes? Um... Hmm. Same thing as if two people die. Yeah, do we just go back to? I feel like maybe next of kin. Yeah, could do next so. of kin actually. So that means you'd have more than thirty minutes to give it to. Mm. Mm. Or would you just go straight to? Actually, if you do next of kin, that'd be pretty fun because people then could say if a figure like Joe Byron has it, and all of a sudden he's dead. Everyone knows that it's now going to be given to his daughter. I feel like having that one-off where people know where it's yeah. going to be is a bit of fun. I feel like we have something like that. Or if it just goes to his missus, he's just going to get clean sweat. Or you go the other way. You could just go like, uh, if Putin kills Biden, mm. then the next of kin knows, because it's not public at all. Mm. So say, like, assassinates him in his sleep, gets the fucking chest, gold plate chest or whatever. Mm. The next of kin just knows exactly who did it mm. and where they are. So mm. they can train... And then come back. It it brings for a great story. John Marston sort of vibe. <laughs> John Marston sort of. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption One. You just Jack Marston finding that old bloke next to the lake. It's like you killed my dad. You killed my daddy. You killed my daddy. Uh, I'm gonna shoot you. <laughs> Jack Marston sort of vibes. It's like in the middle of Moscow, like in Parliament House, is like Joe Biden's daughter or whatever. Like in the Kremlin. In com- yeah, in the Kremlin, in complete Western gear with like. Mm. Two 
fucking cattleman revolvers on the hip. Yeah. Oh. Just quick draws Putin, and then just walks up, becomes the leader of free leader of Russia. Fuck, that's a fucking switch up. Uh. See, look, there's so much potential here for like either the world's best TV show or the world's best movie, or just the world's best, best event. World. Fuck it. Oh, bro, I think that would bring a lot of ideas into play. The world's best world, I reckon. I had a fucking. Oh, I had something on the top of my mind there. Um, with regards to rules and regulations. Oh, with media, not allowed to advertise it. No, nah, off the off, off the books. Completely off the books. If you do, it's even like shunned upon to even talk about it. Oh no! Like if media advertises, their business is shut down. Completely liquidated. Like completely liquidated and moved on. There's even no, if like, it's a pu- big big public company or something like that, it's just done. As an employee, you're excommunicado. Like you can't work anywhere else. You're not allowed to, regardless of whether you clean bins or not. They'll have like a, um, like a wall of shame, but it's actually like a wall of prison cells in public places. Mm. And everyone, like, it doesn't say what they're there for, but mm. everyone knows. Everyone knows. Yeah, there's. But you can't say anything about. You it. You can't even advertise it. Can't advertise it. There's no sign. It just says wall of shame, and it's just like ex CNBC reporters think, that made a yeah, story, thought I they wanna, were going to get a hit. There'll be one advertisement which is made by. The government officials, so Australian government can provide, like, you know... Nah, fuck that. Fun about um, Australian government of Brisbane. A quick, like, when it opens. Like, just to have, let like, everyone know that there is a champion of the world, and that's it. Have, like, a, um, a round table of disciples that run the administration and the operations of the logistics and enforce the rules, but they're above all the, the global governments. And so, mm. like, say, a person or a reporter in... Uzbekistan mm. says something about it. This governing body goes to Uzbekistan government, says you they're need. in the wall of shame. Deal with it, or we'll deal with you. And then that's Dude, it. Oh, fuck it. Oh, see, see how it works now. See Dude. how it works. That's how it works. That's how it works. Fuck. We're not putting that. We're not putting individual power. Imagine federal. being on that sort of level. You go to Uzbekistan and say, "Hey, do you want to be a country?" Yeah, because you know, Turkmenistan yeah. wants land. Turkey wants land. Yep. Do you want to be a country? Yeah. Deal with it. Yep. Go sort. Just that a, out. it's only it's only dealt through blackmail. So only dealt through blackmail. Oh yeah. yeah. You can only get that sort of leverage done with blackmail. Oh fuck yeah! I'm. That's the best idea we've ever had. I don't know who I'm supposed to pitch that to. <laughs> I don't know who. If any, if who do I email? Any sort of. Anyone of any sort of significance can make this happen that isn't an indie film writer. I don't know. Or someone in government. We got to... I don't know. Someone hit us up. Someone hit us up. This is something big. Fucking hell. Maybe a small mobile company by the name of Moose Mobile could possibly <laughs> help out with this sort of deal. Uh, they've been the Canstar Blue winners for the past 25,000 years. Provide premium... Odd- uh, premium cheap mobile service off the Optus network and have very affordable plans of different scales. So go check them out if you're looking for a cheap, affordable phone plan. Um, what time are we at, Jimmy? We're at like an hour. Yeah. Well, this is kind of a pre-up until next week when we have uh, Ethan back. But we hope to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Have a nice long weekend if you're in Australia, if you're overseas. Get ready for the fucking... Championship of the world. I don't know when we're gonna get that going, but you won't hear about best it. Best idea we ever had. You won't hear about it, but you'll just get ready you'll for know it. About just it. get ready for it. 
Um, but yeah, Merry Christmas to all our listeners. It's been a fun year. Looking forward to kicking on next week before New Year's. But uh, as always, if you fall on tough times, always feel free to hit up Beyond Blue at any point. 13-11-14 and also Lifeline. But yeah, enjoy your week. Have a nice long weekend. Take it easy. And we'll see you uh, next week probably. See you. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bing bang.